Hey folks, it's Tomo, Sean, and Andrew from What's Going On Here. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, back to another episode, finally, the first one of the new year, of what's going on here. It's 2020. Big things are happening. A lot of things are happening. Um, I guess the big one first that we have to make the announcement is, well, no, let me go through the usual introductions. My name is Tomo Lovrick, or T-Love, as I am known in um, train engineer circles. And with me, as always, I have... The young, the illustrious, the Lord Marshal, the Lord Chancellor of the castle, and all-around great guy, as he is known in uh, Fatberg removal circles, Sean Quigley, a.k.a. The Quig, as they know him here. Yes, hello. Hello. And, and then now, the, the, the big announcement for 2020, we have a new member of what's nice. going on here. Some of you that are fans of the show might remember him from, oh, I don't know what episode it was, but we did a 4th of July special. About not this past one, the year before. 2018. 2018. Andrew Albagies is joining us as another member. It's now a three-headed monster. Oh, sir, welcome. Thank you, thank you. What nickname do we give you? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't have a Andy. No. Does anyone? Oh, you hate Andy. No, I don't. I figured you hate Andy. Yeah. We'll what about what something. about if we could do something short together, like A N and A L from <laughs> the first two letters of your name and last name? So you'd be known as anal. Double, no, uh, no, no. <laughs> you do like double A or, or something. <laughs> so I don't know. Nice oh, you gotta love these shock jocks <laughs> over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the. So yes, we don't have this in English. Alcoholics right? Anonymous, AA. <laughs> AA. It could be AA. Those yeah. are my initials. So hey. Oh, a bunch of people get together with them and just. That's what if anyone puts in their phone uh, AA meeting AA. And then right. someone like touched they're like, oh, I didn't realize. I didn't, I'm sorry, have some water. I was like, no, 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 I want a beer. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, How, how's the meeting going? Pretty good, pretty, I think. I think. <laughs> pretty good, you know, <laughs> pretty chilled. And they, they, and they don't know that you're drinking. I was like, well, I don't know if he, he doesn't know me. He's not drinking at the minute. <laughs> so he's not drinking, but I'm drinking. So, yes, we're <laughs> very excited to have young Andrew yeah, with us. Excited th- to be here. A three headed monster. Yeah. This is episode 70. Wow. We haven't done anything in a couple of months uh, because of various gigs and everything, and we decided to expand our roster and just get in more. It just gets more interesting with, with three people, I think, as anybody who's been to college will tell you that. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> wow, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Not my college, but yeah. Oh, well. Unfortunately. Wait a minute. You went to a theater school. I'm sure all sorts of freaky shit went on Actually, in there. that's true. I, I remember... One person having a threesome once. Okay, and that was exciting. I was gonna say, did you guys have a vigil for this person? No, it was was exciting to me because it was it was two people from my group. uh, Group. Wait, one person or three people? Two of the people from my group. Two people had a. So <laughs> two of the people. We're gonna, we're gonna need, like we need to draw this out. <laughs> I know it was exciting. 
But the reason it was most exciting is because my the my friends of the, the threesome, two of them were, you know, friends of mine. One pretty good friend, uh-huh. and the other one was someone I knew who was in the year above. Okay. Who I didn't know as well. Okay. But he was a guy, and the two I knew were girls, and that was what made it exciting because I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. As a dude, whoa. yeah, if yeah, I yeah, yeah. Know anyone getting a threesomes? It's dudes, right? But I'm like, I know this this chick and I know she's good and it took me you know I was like I don't know how old I was I was 18 19 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. to hear that was like what you did what I thought you had me tricked into that kind of thing (laughs) you did it like you were and she was like yeah we instigated me and Louise instigated and he was because he was there dude you just whoa 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 you, I was gonna say you just put her name out there, man. You should have done oh, that. X and Louise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, figure it out. Figure it out. Nice, excellent. Yeah. So, for those of you that don't know what our show does or did, actually, we used to watch the middle twenty minutes of an obscure movie or TV show, and if it was foreign language, which we loved, we turn off all the dub over and try to and and have no subtitles and try to figure out what's going on here for the new year we decided to expand we are basically just going to start going into whatever's in the popular zeitgeist and the weirder it is the better so if you have any ideas you want to show us something i mean i'm thinking one episode we should just like find articles on florida man and just go through them. <laughs> yes, we should do a Florida Man. Episode. A Florida Man Have you episode. Seen the th- what is it? You Google your birthday in Florida Man. Oh, Have you guys hey. done that? And just see what is your Florida Man. My story. mine was really boring. Was it? Yeah, because I even like when Google first came out. It's like what's what's the what's the news titles on my birthday? Nothing happened. No. Oh. Like absolutely boring. I'm like nobody got killed. Like a mobster didn't get killed or something. no nothing. So I'm just like oh I guess January second everybody's just kind of worn out at that point. Nobody's killing anybody else. And You're saying when Google first came out? When Google first came so out. So I'm sure by now someone in Florida has done something on your birthday. Oh, it's, no, no. It, it, they it, do. Yeah. I, I've, I've looked at it, and it's nothing <laughs> exciting. It, it's like, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just like somebody was, ran over a crocodile or something like that. Uh, it's like, oh. That's just well, that, It's for Florida, that, alligator, that, whatever. Man falls asleep during Super Bowl, wakes up hungry, and accidentally eats own shoulder. I feel like that's probably a story. Okay, just imagine that being a story. No? Are you hungry? No, I'm just saying I can imagine okay. a, that as being a story in Florida. A man waking up, <laughs> oh, like oh, in the middle, of, and then like the not leaving enough time between waking up, realizing he's hungry, because I guess he was maybe eating as he fell asleep, uh-huh. and just take a hump. Just so wait, so it, is it because the game's still on and he doesn't want to get up? And miss I, any of the games. I think it's. So I think he did the bath salts. He smoked the bath salts beforehand, <laughs> yeah. and then he was like, got a salty taste in his mouth, and he just went for the for the oh. for the shoulder. Since it looks like a pork shoulder anyway, if you kind of look at it like on the side, you know. I don't even. Disney's the only thing I've ever done in Florida. That was delightful. I've. I mean, I've been to Florida several times, including Key West, which was Ooh. lovely. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, to me, there's lots more things than just Disney. I've never been to Disney. Mm-hmm. I've been to SeaWorld down there, but not to Disney. Because at the time, 1997, they wanted a $90 ticket to go to Disney. A $90 ticket. Yeah, I, really? was making, I was making at that time, I think, I want to say I was making like 14 bucks an hour, something like that. When was this? What year? No, 14 bucks an hour? No. I was making like 12 bucks an hour. 97. 97? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It was oh. 90 bucks. 
But it was like the Adol Day Pass, and you got to go to the three, like the Epcot, oh, Disney yeah, World, yeah. and whatever the third one was. But I was just like, so between me and Annie, it was like $180 just to walk around and that shows you. Look, just be bored. <laughs> I went, it was 1995 uh-huh. when I went. The only time I've ever been. Okay. And oh, I, so you were a little guy. So yeah, you, you, yeah. you were at the perfect age for oh, Disney, Disney World. Disney age. You were six, seven? I was six. Okay, perfect. And it were, they were literally building the Terminator 2 ride. Oh. As I was there, like it's opening the week after. Okay. Which at the time I was like, oh, that's so stupid. And now looking back on it, I'm like, what the hell were you doing? Like that in 1995 you were building the Terminator 2 ride. I mean, that's pretty, that's a long build. That was on that long Disney? Build. Yeah. Or was it that's Universal? not Universal? No, Universal. 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 It would have been Universal. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. still, like, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, huh. probably yeah. because they didn't quite. Well, well that shows you because they're in an age then that there are people. Who haven't watched Terminator Two because they missed it in the movie theater, and like they're local and they just never got around to watching it in like the blockbuster or whatever. Like that was that still right? Because when did T Two come out? Like ninety one, yeah, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ninety or ninety one, T Two yeah. came out. Yeah. yeah. Because back then you could just miss a movie. Sure. Like it could be coming out on like TV for the first yeah. time in ninety five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It for that. It's about to come out on TV. But, but that's about the time that you like Universal opened. They weren't open before then, I don't oh, think. I think Universal opened in like 94 or something like oh, that. maybe. It was very shunning. Like, it was all very, you know. Because I, I seem to remember... No, that's that's not right. But, yeah, no, Universal didn't open until like... I think I was... I might have even been out of college when Universal first opened. It might have been 94, 95. Yeah. But anyway... So, anyways, back to the show once again. Until the Florida Man podcast. Florida Man podcast. Yes, we 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 did that, but now we're going to do the popular zeitgeist, and of course, what we're keeping was the core of the show is reviewing drinks, cocktails, mm. wine, spirits, beers, and in this episode, we made because we spoke about it around Christmas time, and of course, because of obligations, we couldn't get to podcast, uh-huh. and we talked about doing the Negroni. Yeah. Because the Vesper Lind martini that we did during the Bond thing was such a huge hit mm-hmm. that we decided let's make another cocktail. And you said like Negroni is my favorite cocktail, and it's a mm-hmm. gin cocktail. So we made it with Monkey Forty Seven gin, which we know was the best gin, uh, Campari, and uh, Vermouth Rosso by Martini and Rossi, and we got even have a little uh, orange uh, twist in there. Mm-hmm. So we can all. Oh, Andrew's not drinking. Yeah, so this is the point in the podcast where Tomo tries to shame me for making <laughs> making a healthy choice. So, so for 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 our, for our listeners, um, I'm I'm in the middle of a 30 day sober challenge where I'm not drinking. Um, basically, for for no other reason other than to prove to myself that I'm not an alcoholic. Oh. so far it's going very well. I Excellent. haven't found myself craving or needing alcohol. Okay. Uh, so that's a great thing. I'm I'm two weeks in, yeah, and uh, only got two more weeks to go. Okay. Do you so live in the city, Andrew? Yeah, I yeah. do. Like it would easy, uh, y- like y- you're gonna just save fucking money as well. That's the other thing. That's a nice so part expensive. of it. Expensive. Yeah, it is. It costs it is. you like nine dollars for a, like a nice pint of beer and yeah, a lot of bars. It's very yeah. it's crazy. It so. But yeah, so we're not going to shame him too much, but Sean and I will partake of the Negroni. You will have some have other... I have a wonderful monster energy drink here. There you go, to keep him chatting. Yep. All right. Yep. Well, here we go, folks. Yeah, yeah nice. you know, nice. absolutely, because that's the effect, because, but it's a mixed drink. 
Ooh. Ooh, that's a nice pop. And what flavor is this, Andrew? This is the Zero Ultra. It has uh, no sugar. zero calories, zero sugar. Ooh. Uh, does, is there a flavor palette? Is there a... You know what? This one kind of tastes, if you're familiar with energy drinks, it kind of mm. tastes like Monster's version of like a Red Bull. Oh, it's just normal. Yeah, not, not this one's not got like a big flavory thing in it. I always think it's very pretentious and confusing that they refuse to just give you basic flavors like when i was growing up and you would have flavors that they're always just like monster unicorn dance and i'm like what fucking flavor is this <laughs> i look at the back of it and it's just like the can is the can is is we don't even know what color it is it's it looks pink and one and then it looks brown depending on where you're looking at it in the 7-eleven store it's, it's what it's what nigel at the plant decided that yeah. day it's, and you look at the back and like where's the flavors and it would say like food uh, t- the, the true lore of unicorn dancing it's sparkling energy to keep you alive so the first thing it says on the back of this can is some people are impossible to please it really does that can just nails Sean it's ridiculous monster energy well fuck you monster energy because guess what I don't even drink monster I drink the other one what is it <laughs> I like the other one. <laughs> Forgot what it's called. He looked really sad for a second. Damn it. I thought he was going to cry. <laughs> Damn it. Excellent. All right. So we're going for the Negroni. So let's, uh, mo- uh, uh, I was going to say, Andrew took a sip of his monster. Oh. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Cheers, my friend. Oh, it smells Cheers. good. Yeah. It smells good indeed. Yeah, you want to just the smell of it? Or That's all right. Are you, sure? oh, are, you, are you afraid you might get too tempted with <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I am. I'd uh, be very comfortable. Oh, Damn. Damn. Oh, I can't remember the last time I had Negroni, but that's good. That's a nice, nice, nice drink. Are you? I was worried that it was going to be sweet. Do you have Negronis very often? You... No, this no. is my first time having it's a Negroni. Negroni. Man, it's fucking awesome. It's my and I made thing. it. Yeah, I'm you good. made it good. You know, <laughs> you know what I did? Negroni. You know what I did? I actually went the extra mile because yeah. I saw on the um, uh, Nor- uh, Norton Graham show, mm. he had Jamie Oliver on. Uh-huh. I think Will Smith was on the show, and I forget what... Who, who else what other celebrities were on there but it was a Christmas time episode mm-hmm. and Jamie Oliver came on and he said like oh my favorite cocktail for the holidays is a Negroni and then he like and, and so I was like oh let me look up what his recipe for the Negroni is and his recipe was and I'll share it with our listening audience was one part gin one part Campari and one part Vermouth Rosso yeah and then a twist of orange mm-hmm. and I like it when chefs do that and they get like really scientific about it uh-huh. he says you want to twist the, the, the orange peel to get the essential oils out of the skin. Mm. And then he, he had some candles there, and he actually squeezed it, and like the oil squirted on the candle, and it kind of like flamed up a little bit. So he says, you could see it's oil. It's a flammable thing, but all those nice essential oils really add to the flavor, oh, yeah. which I kind of think it does. It does. I fucking, this is a really good... Uh, this is a good Negroni. Negroni. You get, Negroni's a popular drink now, especially in like... New York places like oh, I and I I've paid a lot of money for a bunch of really randomly average Negronis Negronis I, this one, is a nice Negroni it's hard to get wrong it really is I mean that's basically that's all Negronis that's standard Negroni gin Campari vermouth yeah bang 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 and you wouldn't think when I first had it I had it in Milan the first time I ever had it was in Milan I said to the Italian dude I was on my own in Milan living it up like a European playboy <laughs> All because my wife accidentally booked me a flight a day early. She was coming from America, uh, and I was coming from England, and we uh, were meeting in Italy. 
What the fucking Jeff Setters are you guys? Uh, what the fuck is that all about? Yeah. yeah. Me and my wife meet a 7-Eleven <laughs> and then go to fucking <laughs> shopping for groceries. What the hell? Oh, yeah. Okay. And she accidentally booked me a date early, uh-huh. uh, which initially was like, oh, I made a big mistake. But then I thought about it for a second. I was like, that's, that's the best thing ever. <laughs> I just get to... I just get to hang out in Milan by yourself, by myself for a day. What is it? <laughs> and I, t- I tell you that a, a, a tip to all listeners: uh-huh. if you ever find yourself the opportunity to hang out in a European capital for a day on uh, your own, uh, do it. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I have no idea what was going on. I, I like, I walked the whole day. Every, people the are friendly. They're welcoming. Yeah. yeah. I absolutely. sat down at the restaurant and I'm like, wait a second. I didn't run, understand how food works in Italy because it's not, you know, it's not how it is. American Italian food is different from Italian food. Right. But like, I went and it wasn't a fancy restaurant. It was like a standard. Hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even that. It was very standard. It was literally run by. Uh, an Asian family, which was made it even stranger. Okay, yeah. I, I don't know what, what country they were from. The, yeah, it was, it was an Asian family, which is very strange. It was an Asian family speaking Italian to you. an English guy. Yeah. It was very, they didn't speak English very well. They yeah. spoke Italian, and I don't know what, you know what else they spoke. But they were trying to explain to me, so I was just trying to order one thing, and they were trying to explain to me that you don't order one thing, you have to order, like, it's very faux pas. You right. have to order pasta and the meat dish. I was trying to order some pasta. They were like, and then what? Yeah. And it was all part of the thing. You paid, you got a, like a salad, Uh like an enchilada thing. Uh You got pasta and then you got meat. And that was, you had to order, you got pasta and meat. And I was expecting it to be like a starter. It's not. They have a pasta dish and then like a meat-based dish. That's where they eat. Oh, okay. But I did that and uh, I asked the the waiter, I was like, don't even know what <laughs> <laughs> so you're good and open-minded good for you yeah and the first sip I was like what the fuck is that and, and then you had the, the second, second sip and I was like oh, this is this is fuzzy face dude <laughs> <laughs> nice nice yeah. excellent All right. well, well it sounds great <laughs> how, how fuzzy does the monster energy make you feel you know what it gives me so it gives me a lot of energy so but not too much because um, it is sugar free so Right, but it's still loaded with caffeine. Um, look, it says right on here. So you're going to be miserable watching us get tipsy, and you're going to have the shits later, and, and pretend that this was a good experience. The is shit? that what you tell no, me? No, this isn't going to give me the shits. Is there, <laughs> okay. Is there aspartame much... in it? Yes, of course believe. it is. There's no aspartame? Because so. that's, that's an exciting ride, because you may not get drunk, but you could get cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the boring one now? Who's the boring <laughs> exactly. one now? Exactly. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, so this show is off to a great start. I'm liking the energy so far. We have a, we have good drinks. We have good company. So uh, let's go into our topic then. What shall we? Are we going to discuss then um, Rise of Skywalker? I That's think our so. topic. I, I think it's appropriate. It's a new year. Kind of ended, and Skywalker kind of ended. Yeah. Right. The story that started in 1977. Supposedly. Supposedly ended. Yeah. Yep. We'll see. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. well, at least the story of the Skywalkers, because there aren't any more. Well, I mean, with Disney Plus and all their business, yeah. I already heard a story that they were trying to bring back the, uh, to bring back Mark Hamill to do oh, a to voice. be to be the ghost uh, to be Yoda. No, not even the ghost. In the, one of the cartoon, uh, in the cartoon series they have, oh, uh, they, right. they bring okay. him back. Or maybe more like a cameo. Yeah. Thing than a 
Okay. So supposedly, The Rise of Skywalker supposedly, was the yes. last of the, the, last. the Skywalker saga, as they've so, now called it, which is the main Star Wars. There's going to continue to be Star Wars, but they won't yes, be part yes, of this yes, main exactly. storyline. At least that's what we're told. That's what we're for told. For now. For now. And I say we discuss Rise of Skywalker, our opinions, and then maybe do a little impromptu what we think which, uh, which movie ranks highest. Like maybe do a quick list of what we think of the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Okay. And I, I all would, or the new ones? No, all of them. I, oh, I would yeah, throw yeah. in, I, and I would throw in uh, Rogue One and Solo. Found some menace, baby. Sort of ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't contain myself. Spoiler alert, guys. Stay tuned. Found some menace. Bang, bang, bang. Because you were eight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing better than trade wars. <laughs> exactly. So I will, uh, I'll start off with The Rise of Skywalker. Because I thought The Force Awakens was an absolute garbage fire. I thought it was terrible. Um, then the, what was the next one called? The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, thank you. Which I thought was okay, and it was on TV the other day. I didn't watch the whole thing, I watched like bits and pieces of it. And there was a part that really irritated me, and it's the part where Luke is outside, about to face uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah. At the base, and they're all hiding, and and Finn says we have to go help him. And then uh, uh, Poe, Oscar Isaac, which and we've talked about this before, the most underutilized like fantastic actor in yeah. the history of movies. Like his character was completely useless in the first two movies. Runs up to Finn, grabs him by the arm, and says, "Stop! No! Why would he be doing this? Oh, he's buying us time. How does he fucking even?" This dude has been missing for, for, for 15 freaking years. People thought he was a legend. Nobody thought right, they right. even existed. But Poe just like comes up and says, like, he's buying them time. Maybe he just wants to like tell him, like, they're all inside. You don't know this guy from a whole... It really annoyed me. <laughs> he it read the really... script. Yeah, he read yeah the script. exactly. That's yeah, 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 he read the script. Uh, well, anyway. So it's, the, it's like the old Ian McKellen thing. How did he know it was going to happen? There's a director who told him. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's exactly. why. That's, yes. So I went off to see it in the theater last Saturday with my wife disgustingly shaking her head. She said, why are you going to go see a movie when you thought the others were terrible? I was like, because I'm OCD and I can't possibly like not see this movie yeah. that supposedly ends it. That's like right. opening a bag of potato, potato chips, chips and, and you don't like them. I'm not throwing them away. <laughs> no, yeah, you got to throw them away. You angrily eat every one yeah, of these everyone, chips. Or pizza. You, know, you, oh. you have a bad box, bad box of pizza. Yeah. You're eating that pizza. Any any cooked in uh, like parentheses here food from Seven Eleven. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fuck it. You didn't go in with the intention of First it being bad. Good. You had ex good expectations. Yeah. Yes. But the bag is open. But the bag is right. Exactly. And you take good. Okay. Money let's let's cut off this line of reasoning because we're gonna get into rapey <laughs> material. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I went to see it and I went. What I think is an open mind, but it's hard because unless you're completely devoid of emotions and a yeah. complete like psychotic, it's hard to be devoid of emotions. So I went in expecting it to be shit. Yeah. So right away, like I said, my my view is colored, and I think when I go see it when it comes out on video or whatever, and I watch it again, I'll be able to formulate a better opinion about it. It's kind of like, and I've said this also before, like Monsters Inc. All my friends were like, oh my God, it's the best movie I ever saw. It's fantastic. You got to see it. And then I went to the movie theater. I was like, 
thought it was a nice story, but I didn't think it was that. Wow. You know, but then I watched it again, and I was like, actually, this is a really cute story and a really cute film. I really, I really enjoy Monsters Inc. When it's on, I'm watching it because I think it's a fun movie. So I went into this and I watched it and I saw it. So spoiler alert: if you haven't seen uh, Rise of Skywalker, don't turn us off at this. Oh point. yeah, we're gonna get into it. Yeah, we're definitely getting into it. So I thought it, it did well. I thought uh, Jar Jar Abrams tied off all the like ribbons very nicely. Um, I liked the little tidbit of Han Solo being in there. Mm. I thought that was nice. Um, the Chewie explosion was such a red herring, and I'm oh, like, come on. they're not going to just get rid of Chewbacca this way, mm. you know, with him in cuffs, and then just blows <laughs> up kind of stuff. So that's why, like, when it happened in the movie theater, I remember thinking, what? No, this is, this is not going to happen. And of course it didn't. Um, Adam Driver is Kylo Ren. Again, he's, he's, he's my favorite actor, yeah. I think, at this point, like, Especially after that SNL performance he did. I'm like, yeah, yeah. this dude, like, and we were talking about this the other day. When he, somebody, I read some article, and somebody says, they finally realized how to utilize Adam Driver. Mm. Just make whatever effing character you can think of. He'll do it, because he yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. I he feel was, like he's so young. I feel like a lot of comparative actors to his still yeah. level, I mean. Yes. Went through 10, 15 years yes. of fluff shit. Yes. Before they got the good movies. But yeah, yeah, he's yeah. getting right in there. I, 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 I read actually an article about that, a guy who taught him and Oscar Isaac, and he talked about the both of them. Because mm. he was talking about the, the he was talking about the whole imbalance of actors, how like all these British and Australian actors were coming and take, getting all the big movie roles. Yeah. I was like, Oh, these guys are coming out of nowhere. And the guy was saying, They're not coming out of nowhere. These guys have five, ten years of theater under their belt. Like in the UK or Australia, you know, like in the old Vic or whatever, and so when they come here, we right. think they're all, and they have a lot of TV experiences in their various countries. We just don't see the programming, right. so they're not really coming out of nowhere. They don't really have theatre in Australia. It's more like uh, <laughs> it's more like active barbecues. It's more like, you know, <laughs> well, it, even better. We pretend in England we're like, yes, well done, good theatre, well done. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he didn't. You know, he's. You know what? I'd rather go to an Australian barbecue than a stuffy English theater in a heartbeat. Oh, God. Oh, oh, darling. <laughs> That's it. You're bad. <laughs> I've officially banned you on behalf. Post-Brexit, darling. Post this is how this works. We've all been given cards. And you're being delivered a card right now. We don't have to follow anybody's rules anymore. I was going to say, that sounds, like, that sounds like a bit from a Mel Brooks movie. Do you have your papers? Let me yeah. see your papers now. Um... <laughs> but yeah, so so the guy was talking about like because uh, uh, both um, Adam Driver and Oscar Isaac are Juilliard grad graduates, mm -hmm. and when they came out, they were like of such a high like talent and skill level that they were getting movie offers like right away, and they were like no 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 no, and they insisted on doing theater for a few years, and so they did theater for probably like four or five years because I'm guessing Adam Driver's got to be in his mid thirties at this point. Oh yeah, oh, definitely. Right, really late thirties, I think. Yeah, because he was girls. also a Marine for... Yeah, and he was in Girls for yeah, however long Girls mm -hmm. was on. Mm -hmm. That was his first thing. He, are you, you hitting that I'm up? Looking you're looking at that up, Andrew? Yeah. So, so um, yeah, so the guy was basically saying is like, we are used to your Johnny Depp's, your Brad Pitt's, who are fantastic actors, but they were kind of like pretty boys first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I gave Brad Pitt all the credit in the world when he first came out because he first did Cool World. Remember that like half... It was kind of like an adult version. 
It was an adult version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It was like half oh. animated and half real life. I just think that it would have been pretty adult. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. Cool World was like yeah. it, it was. It was nowhere nearly as as successful as Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And um, the 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 vamp, if you will, the uh, girl that was the the seductress uh-huh. was Kim Bassinger. Oh. And her name was Hollywood. And so one of the big like lines from the movie back then was like Hollywood if she could. Oh. And Brad Pitt played a cop and he was done up in 50 style with a slicked back hair. And I mean, the, he's gorgeous now. In his 20s, he was angelic. He was just like, I remember when he came out, I was like, how, how is it that a guy can be that pretty? It was just like, <laughs> it weird. was too much though. If you look back at those, it's like you wouldn't want to eat food off his face. I wouldn't want to have like No, I need food off his I, dick, not yeah. off his face. I mean, God, why are <laughs> you like, oh, I don't, it's just too clean. I don't want to... <laughs> well, no, you're right. But anyway, so the next movie he did after that, he did California, spelled with a K, and it was David Duchovny, and I forget the actress's name, but she made a name for herself. She was on Star Trek The Next Generation as a recurring character that was super, super popular. And he, uh, he was, Brad Pitt was basically a serial killer. And I think Juliette Lewis might have been in that one too. I'm I'm not sure, because she was in Natural Born Killers with Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. I, I forget. I'm not sure. But anyway, and in, in that movie, the character was he completely grew out this like shaggy, nasty beard, and the hair was all matted and whatever, so that you knew nothing about this role was about his race. And I, like that was the second because he was like right away he was like no 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 I want to act kind of stuff. And then of course. The accolades came along because he is a fantastic actor. But the point was basically this guy was saying, like, we're used to your Johnny Depp's, your Brad Pitt's, your um, George Clooney's a little bit, where they're just good-looking guys that happen to act well. George Clooney, oh, it's controversial here. George Clooney's never been a good actor, though, is he? Like, he's a lot of people. A guy. lot of people would would argue and say that he is. But I'm with you 100. percent I've never he's been. I've ne- yes, he's, he's charming, that, but, but he's but not a good but actor. That's, Come on. But he, but that's the thing. I think his acting chops were um, acknowledged or, or lauded because of ER, not because of any of the movies he's done. The mm. mm. ER, the TV show, I think, because right. like when it was like a huge event when he left the show. Right. I never watched the show, but I remember it being like a huge deal that like George Clooney is leaving the show, and then after that, I mean, to me, George Clooney looks like every role he's ever done, he's done because it's fun. Yeah. Because in all the movies, he it looks like he's just like, oh, I'm just having a good time here. And that's what it looks like, like coming across. You know, the various Ocean Elevens. The uh, only thing I can, that comes to mind that I've seen of him that I think he did a good job and was like noticeably different uh-huh. is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm. Okay. I, 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 remember, I haven't saw that. Yeah. Oh, great movie to watch that. Okay. Because it's full on, like, it's comic paper. He's playing Southern. It's very wacky. It's Coen Brothers. Right, right, right. He does a really good job in that. But for the most part, I feel like he just is. Very quiet. Yeah. And still. Just really quiet. Well, no, there's, there's a lot of noise outside in the hallways here. Can you keep your wife quiet somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Control her. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll He work. likes him young. I always yeah. think of uh, gravity. Because that was one that just always got me that it was like these are he's supposed to be some astronaut and right. yada yada. And I was like, it's literally George Clooney playing George Clooney in a spacesuit. Yeah, yeah. Like he's just like this like but, cool, calm, collected. Everything's going wrong. But you know what? But, that, like, but, but that's what? what. So many of those guys like fall into that yeah, trap. Yeah. 
they're movie stars. They're not actors anymore. Yeah. You yeah, know exactly. what I'm saying? It's the old Sean Connery adage. Sean Connery is a movie star. And even though he's had some brilliant turns, and you'll probably agree with me that The Last Crusade was so out of character for what he was. Yeah. He played this bumbling guy. Mm, like that cowardly, kind of like, yeah. Yeah, like, like, oh, or whatever. Right. And I thought he was, his acting job in that was brilliant. And it was just like, if you don't think he's a good actor, watch that movie compared to everything else. Yeah. And later on in life, De Niro kind of did that because he started taking on these like zany roles where he was just like completely not. Because yeah. in every movie you saw De Niro, it was just like, wait, is he a mobster or a cop? Oh, right, he's a mobster. Right. Oh, is he a cop? Yeah, he's a cop now. Okay. And it was always De Niro. So Sean Connery's always like, I'm an Irish flatfoot in Chicago. Get fucking used to it. Oh, I'm an Egyptian prince and I'm a metallurgist from Spain. <laughs> I'm a Russian submarine commander, and you can stick it up your haggish. And it's like he's the same guy in every one yeah. of those movies. So it's that's one of those, and, and that's like the big to me. There are these guys that they're movie stars, not actors. De Niro early on was different characters, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like with yeah, Taxi yeah. Driver and all those things. But then, like he kind of fell into the just making making uh, 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 mobster movies. Yeah. Yeah. And then for, for a long time he was the same. I loved his his his, and I was upset that they couldn't have, use him for more time. Uh, Stardust. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I thought he was brilliant in yeah. to, to play a gay pirate. And I'm like Robert De Niro, a gay pirate. Well, he basically is a gay pirate these days, isn't he? Is he? Well, well he right. lives in New York and he's like you know anti-Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's as gay as pirate as you could get. <laughs> I mean, I, he lives on a fucking island and he doesn't like the establishment. Right. But that which is a weird thing about him because. I, whatever's happened to him, I want to like take the model of where he's been living, like whatever the the little like uh, eco dome that he's been living in the past twenty years, uh-huh. and put a whole bunch of old people in, especially like my grandparents and stuff, because <laughs> it's a given that as you get older, you get more stubborn to other people's views and opinions. Right. Usually, it shifts in the the right Conservative wing. Conservative, yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, yeah. shifts in the like I like shit like the old days, right? Because right, and that's right. just the way it is. Right. It's just like what was popular when I was young is what I want now because I'm gonna die and I want to hold on to my youth. Yeah, the world yeah, has yeah. changed and there's no imprint left of me left on the world because yes. I'm dead and everything I stood for is dead too. Yeah. I want the old days back. But so, he's done the opposite. He's the same stubborn shit and will keep going on about it and like. Every opportunity he gets, he keeps bringing up the book. But it's on the good side. Yes. Which is weird, though, because it's still irritating. Yes. Because I'm like, this is still an old man who won't shut up about his fucking political ideas. And he's like, why don't people listen to me? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Donald, you know, you know he's like, yeah, Donald Trump's a dog. We need to get him out of office. I don't want to know if he was running here, I'd punch him right in the throat. And then when he listened to me, I'm like, what the fuck has he been? I don't get it. He's the yeah. only one. Ladies and gentlemen, that was probably the best Robert De Niro I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> hey, thank you. I'll keep it around for that. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Let, let me bring us back to The Rise of Skywalker, because I think we talked about it for 30 seconds so far. So, Adam Driver. So, Adam Driver, fantastic actor. I, I Honestly, at this point, and I know part of it is because he's been in so many movies in the last couple of years, but at this point, I can't see anybody better than him in the game. There's, there's some people I Sam Rockwell I really like. I love Sam Rockwell. He is a true. He's actor. a really good actor. Every role that he's in, he is that role. There's, mm. no, there's no two roles that Sam Rockwell did that you'll be like, oh, there's Sam the guy, mm. as uh, as opposed to like Sam the actor. He has a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you see Jojo Rabbit? I haven't yet. Oh, oh yeah. He's very fun in that. He was good in that. He's yeah. good. I mean, it's a little tune of scenery. Like it's not. 
there's so, as an actor, there are certain things where you watch and you're like, yeah, you can't lord them for their acting. Like, it's not mm. realistic. Like, it's playing. Yes, yes. It's it, it, silly it. and it's fun. Like, it's Taco Tuesday movies, people aren't going to win acting awards. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's fun. And he was very good. He's fun in that. He's just a. I like it. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is. Which my, one of my favorite Sam uh, Rockwell roles was in uh, Galaxy Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was brilliant as the guy, the freaking security dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I absolutely love And that was just. Galaxy Quest to me was like a sci-fi version of Clue. It was such a just amazing ensemble piece. And when you yeah. like think about all the actors that were in it, you're like, how did they get all these people in what? What? Yeah, yeah. To share <laughs> the screen? Are you kidding me? I mean, it's really good. Sure. But but back to Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. I thought they really tied off a lot of loose ends. Mm. Um, Billy Dee Williams was a nice little tug to nostalgia. Yeah, it was a little bit like I, I had the feeling that he was falling asleep in between. I did too. <laughs> well, and they were poking him in yeah. the belly and be well, like, it was Billy. like, we need someone that we can put in this scene to target your nostalgia yes. feels yes. and, and I, make you I, 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 <laughs> I have to say, I lost a little bit when Chewbacca was mourning Leia. Yeah. I, I lost it there. I teared up there. Oh. That was sad. Mm. Um, and, I, and thankfully for Oscar Isaac, I was like, fine, they developed his character finally. Yeah, like he had yeah. that really nice back and forth going with Flynn, and I was, I was telling Sean this like the other day, when they brought up this whole like same sex kiss because I didn't want to see anything about the movie because I wanted yeah, yeah, to yeah. see it, and they were like, oh, the same sex kiss, the same sex kiss, and all throughout the movie, I'm waiting for Oscar Isaac and and and, and Paul, John Boyega or, uh, to just Finn. like yeah to just like a lot start, of people like, wanted that right 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 tonguing each other, and I was like, but then he's like flirting with uh, what's her face, Carrie Russell, and I'm yeah. Like, Okay, so it swings both ways. I mean, who cares? I mean, it's it's space. You you're bound to bang something that you're not proud of because there's so <laughs> many aliens. And I'm just like, I, I was just like, wait a minute, what's what Did are they gonna kiss? And then it was just like this background thing, and I'm like, are we still fucking? It's 2020. We're still fucking making a big deal over that. It wasn't even like in focus. No, it, it was like someone focus. off. In the background, at the end focused. of the movie, it wasn't like super sensual. It was like, a, oh my, God, I'm so glad to see you alive. Like a, a lip, lip on lip kiss, no tongue. You know, and it was not like they got really sexual about it or anything or erotic. And I was just like, why is this a big deal? Because I was literally the whole. That was the one thing sticking in my brain the whole movie. And I'm like, all right, when are when are Finn and? Because I was like, that would make perfect shots out. Right, right. If if the two guys start making out. Yeah. And I was like, when are they going to do it? They're going to do it. When are they going to do it? I forgot about that. It, I mean, they would never have done that. No, uh, it's Disney. Of course not. Hollywood loves to pretend yes. they're in a place of like, understanding. understanding yeah, but no. Disney are not a place no. where, for, out, for no reason, right. because that's the, if you're really going to be progressive, you do stuff and it doesn't have to have a reason. Like, two guys kiss just for no reason. Right. But right, like, that's right, where right. you're really progressive. It's not like, this is a point. It's like, they just right, for right, a reason. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, you can have supporting people in the background kissing for some reason, it doesn't matter. But, like, for Disney to be like, oh, yeah, John Barry and Poe, they just kiss at one point, and we don't dress it. Move but on. even, even there, the even the out of focus kiss in the background was Disney trying to make a point. That yeah, was yeah. there, like, yes, we're no, okay we're going to give it. you diversity in a Star Wars yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, it just, it just it's the, the whole conversation, <laughs> the whole thing is just like, it, it, just it, tell it, stories with real characters. I know, yes. Yeah. I'd like to see that there'd be some people, like, in, like, uh, you know, Mike Pence's home watching that. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, well, I mean, I think, I think, I think it's very obvious that the uh, the oxygen level on that planet is uh, is too low. That's too low. Uh, it's uh, affecting the brain cells. They're not thinking right, mother. 
don't be in the room alone with me, mother. <laughs> in a galaxy long, long away, I've had there's no Jesus. That's obviously the case. <laughs> but he'll get there. It's a long time ago. It's obviously before Jesus got there. So, so I mean, <laughs> overall with the movie, I thought, I thought they did fairly well. I thought they tied off a lot of ends. Mm. I liked that they brought uh, Kylo Ren back to the light, and he was Ben again. No, 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 but hear me out. At, at the same time, when they brought him back to the light, I'm like, are they going to be like old Disney, where they're just going to like everyone's for, going to forgive him? Because as far as I know from the background story, he's killed a few billion people, so I don't know how much forgiveness there yeah. is in the universe yeah. right now. These guys aren't are rebels. Last time I checked, any sort of like up, you know anything uprising that happens around the world when the rebels gain control. They tend not to be too sympathetic to right. the despotic leaders. Right. Like, Turning Gaddafi didn't go down so well. Like, Star Wars Gaddafi version, if yeah. that was Ben yeah. Kenobi, they are like, and, oh, Ben Kenobi, here's a fucking, we could have wrapped this one up your ass. Yes. You die. Yes. Like, like, oh, this got and dark you know, really quick. That's the perfect analogy, because he tried to, like, give people democracy, but they still want a piece of his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, that... I, like I said, I thought overall I was happy with it. I thought they wrapped it up nicely. And I'm sure on the second viewing I'm going to find stuff to nitpick, but I, overall I wasn't angry about it. Mm. No. Not like, not, like, not like the first one. The first one I just was a garbage fire. I don't agree with that. I don't. I, 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 yeah. So what, what did you, Andrew, what did you think of Rise of Skywalker? So I think and we should get into this at some point later. We need to talk about the trilogy as a whole. Well, okay. Because I think part of my reaction to this movie comes down to how it ties up this whole new trilogy. Okay. And really, like, Disney bought Star Wars and made these new movies and rushed to get these movies out. It was like, okay, we're all with you as long as you give us a story. Right. And you, tell, you, you have something good to tell us. You bring us something fresh. You bring us something new. You bring us back to the world of Star Wars that we love. Okay. We can get in more into The Force Awakens, but while it had its flaws, for me, it felt like Star Wars again. Okay. And then, I, I, I will say that, yes. And then The Last Jedi came around. Last Jedi did not feel like Star Wars, but objectively, while I had a lot of issues with it, it was a really great film, and I like what Ryan Johnson did because he took some risks, and he, he clearly would, tried to take, you know, uh, The Force Awakens came and was kind of a, a carbon copy of Star Wars, yes. and he tried to be like, okay, we got that. That was your palate cleanser. Now let's go in a new direction and yes. like, Make yeah. things new. And then I feel the rise of Skywalker came along. And it was somewhere between The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker that Disney decided to dub the whole thing the Skywalker saga. Mm. And decided, no, this isn't just the last of this trilogy. It's the last of all three of the trilogies. And we're calling it the Skywalker saga. Mm -hmm. So it has to end in a way that ties up things with Skywalker. And they're like, well... Carrie Fisher passed away, Mark Hamill, Luke, yes. Luke died in the last movie. Right, 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 so, right. so it felt to me very much like they were scrambling things together to try and just tie up these loose ends and, and, and give it an ending that satisfied everything and checked every box as yes. opposed to just telling the story organically. And I think a lot of what they set up and a lot of what they did in The Last Jedi sort of it went against your expectations that were, were laid out for you in The Force Awakens, but to create one cohesive trilogy, they could have now in this third movie just gone with it. And I really didn't like that it felt like they were undoing a lot of that, and it felt mm -hmm. like they were undoing it just to 
just to make it feel as much like old Star Wars as they could. And so, I mean, you got the Emperor came back with no explanation, which that really bothered me. Okay, yeah. It, um, Emperor, uh, <laughs> He's on a scary planet. We yeah. didn't tell you about all these other movies. Right, right, right. There's a scary planet and he lives well, on it. Yeah, that, There's there, a Sith there planet with like millions too, of but... Sith ghost <laughs> people that are just there. And also, they've got millions of ships, ships and armies and all this stuff, like, I don't know, buried underground? I don't... Yeah. No, no. We should get into that more, but yes. <laughs> but so, anyways, as a scientist, a lot of those things bothered me. <laughs> so uh, science fiction. Uh, <laughs> so overall, yeah, I did have I had a lot of issues with it. I I will say this, and I should have prefaced it with this. I really enjoyed the movie as I was watching it. It was a fun watch. Right. It was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver specifically are just Fabulous. fantastic yes. in their roles. They're great characters, even if I don't like everything they did with it. And, and and I'll add to that. I think Daisy Ridley actually like crowned it. In yeah. The third one. Yes. In terms of her work, she got yeah. progressively better, better in each, each movie. I, I rewatched The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi before seeing this. Yeah. And I remember liking her a lot in The Force Awakens. Sure. She was. I mean, it was her first big movie. Going back and watching that now, she's very. She's great in it, but like. New. She didn't necessarily. Yeah, she felt new. She, she felt, felt new, like. Yeah. You watch The Last Jedi, and she's so much more confident as she's, a performer. It's her. She and then, owns that film. Yeah, and now you watch her in this one, in, yeah. in Rise of Skywalker, and she's just... She owns she's, Rise yeah, of Skywalker. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I kind of yeah. learned her trade in these movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah she yeah, did yeah, not absolutely. do hardly anything before them. No. no they no. were trying to cast... The, the first one, Fresh Force Awakens, they were trying to uh, cast Fresh Face. I know where they did yeah. open casting tours right. in the UK yeah. for the two leads. Well, they were just saying it was two important roles within Star Wars. Right, the male and female. They weren't given... Specifics, mm. um, and I auditioned for it. Yes, I remember you telling me. Project, yeah. He got three <laughs> rounds in. Really? Yeah, yeah. I oh, did wow. fine enough. I got through to okay. like reading the script, which is yeah, not yeah. The, it was not Star Wars. It was yeah, a random yeah. script. It was about like family. So it, it, it felt like it was brother and sister is what they were setting up. Okay, because it was a whole. It was just it was random. It was like John and Sally, and they were like running from something. They're like running. Like, oh, I hurt my foot. And they're like, oh, you got to come. And they're like. Are you helping me? Like, yeah, that's what family's for. Okay, come on, let's go. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, it was like that easy. Oh. It was nothing to it, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. And they had no idea what they were looking for. They really didn't. Um, but, and then I, I went back and I looked at the people that they actually picked from those open, the people who made yeah. it all the way to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them was a random dude who had a history in stunt performance who ended up playing a featured stormtrooper in The Force Awakens wow. in like the first scene. That's all he was. <laughs> yeah. And then the girl who was cast on that ended up she was in all three movies she had like two lines i think that whole thing she was um she was a black actress i say black because she's english and she's we don't say african english you know, okay so i know sure. people say african-american it doesn't apply anymore okay. she was a black actress and she played like a random rebel person like she was in the base a lot so okay. there's like one female black female right, who right, is right, in right. The, whenever there's a base situation right, the rebels right, and she right. has a couple of lines she's like oh, I don't know about this or like something right 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 and she right, was right, picked right, so right. I found that hilarious you go through all these auditions these public auditions hundreds of thousands of people yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you are perfect for the role of this thing but the point was they wanted someone fresh face and they didn't know and I think they, Daisy Ridley she's done a great job yeah, it must be her management exactly. or it, maybe it was Disney themselves that were like right we're keeping you down like don't do anything it's yeah. the James Bond thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whilst this has been playing out, they have kept her. She did another movie. She did, uh, what was the, the mystery uh, 
Oriental Express. Oriental, yeah. yeah train I, to didn't Oriental. I didn't see that. I didn't see, I didn't see it either, but she did that, yeah. Because I didn't remember. have a big, big role in that. Probably but, not. No, but that was it. Her. That's the only thing. Yeah, no, that's the only thing I remember seeing her in. Yeah, right? Same as John Boyega. He's not been in anything like that. He was now the Pacific Rim sequel. But he was also in Detroit. The movie oh, he Detroit. was in that. He was, he in, was? That okay. in the the movie about the Detroit riots. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the kid from was it the third line, which in wardrobe, um, the flight of the dawn Fed or whatever it is. Oh yeah. And he was also he was also the kid. He's actually. Well, this is before. This is before Star Wars. Though. No, 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 no. Oh. Well, no, yeah, he did this before Star Wars. Oh yeah, still well, a young yeah, kid. yeah, yeah. Disney are powerful, man, but they can't control yeah. that. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, and he was also in Where the Millers. Uh, he was okay. the he was the neighbor that was the goofy neighbor that got bitten on the nuts by the spider. Okay, I didn't mm. see that. You didn't see Where the Millers? No. That was a very funny movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Very funny movie. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Is that movie. the Jennifer Aniston one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which was very funny because like she was supposed to be a stripper, and they purposefully didn't show her dancing too much like around the pole because she's not a very good dancer. Oh. And you could tell <laughs> just by the shots that <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. not a very good dancer. And it's like, uh, okay guys, yeah thanks, but. To your point, the whole thing yeah. with the story with Rise of Skywalker, Andrew, the fact that it had all these ships yeah. with, with the cannons that would break up the that planets. Strong, as strong as a Death like, Star. And, and the whole, like, yeah, yeah, the cannon is strong as a Death Star, but we're going to throw a couple of hand grenades and we're going to blow it up, technically speaking. Right, right. And and they're all in orbit, and they can't get out of orbit. And I'm just like, and, I'm just, and of course, the like I said, the science just goes into my head. I'm like, do you know the amount of energy expended to keep those things like up in the stratosphere alone would be? So Palpatine was basically monologuing, and God bless the Incredibles for <laughs> putting out this freaking phrase, because all these movies, you know, what was it, the third Batman? Bane was monologuing for six months while, you know, Bruce <laughs> Wayne got healthy. Yeah. Palpatine has been monologuing for 30 fucking years, you know, 40 years. Right, like, right. What? When you look at the president of the United States, it's not entirely fictional. No, right. right. <laughs> Big even dudes love to monologue. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it works. It, it seems to work. It seems to work for a lot absolutely. of people. Yeah. So that just didn't that didn't make any sense to yeah. me. Um, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and it bothered me that we we were thrown right into it with no like you could have just thrown in a, given us a couple more lines of dialogue to give us some background on this, I, and it felt like. We have no idea how he could possibly be alive. The real answer so that is we, there is a geeky guy who wrote that, and yeah. we fired him four months ago. <laughs> yeah, They're like, wait, so. but in episode three, yes. he said that line about Death the dark is a, side is the path that to yes. powers many. What is it? But, Unnatural. Uh, yeah. That like, being like, just throw that line in. Yeah. That's enough. Being, That's all we need. Being, He's alive. Being being an Uber nerd, yeah. I will tell you what that <laughs> is all you about. You say driver. Yeah, yeah. Being an Uber driver. Being an Uber driver. I, would say. <laughs> I will drop you off after we're done with the podcast. Um, here's the thing: Disney made a very big issue of when they bought uh, Lucasfilm and mm -hmm. uh, is it Lucasfilm Entertainment yes. or whatever yeah. it is. When he bought, when they bought all of that, they were like, "The expanded universe is gone. Is no more. Yes, is no more." I've read pretty much all of the Expanded Universe books. They are so full of shit because they just keep picking and choosing. Like the Solo movie right. is almost exclusively out of the Han Solo trilogy books. Yeah. Okay? The Return of Palpatine was a comic book that came out back in the 80s, I think. Yeah. And it was the whole thing. And it's like Luke went dark in that comic book. So they just 
So that, like, if you were a Star Wars geek as I was, and you read all these things, all these things were there, like familiar, and you're just like, this is such shit. You said the expanded universe doesn't work anymore because they just want to give pay rights to all the, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. illustrators and freaking authors who wrote all these freaking books, but they're stealing their ideas left and right. In the books, Luke's son is called Ben. Right, right. Uh, uh, Han and Leia have three kids named Jaina, Jason, and Anakin. You know, so it's just like, so they dropped Han Solo's kids. Oh, let's name their one kid Ben, and no one's going to notice the difference there. And it's like, it's like, really? I'm I mean, trying to never, that, I, oh, that got me, I remember when I saw that, and I was like, Han Solo wouldn't name his fucking kid after that old man from the first movie. No, neither would Leia. No. Why? Luke would. Knew him. Luke would. The they, weird desert hobo we picked up, that, and then died? <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? That hitchhiking fucker? Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. Well, but, that, but that's exactly right. There's Luke. no one in Corellia or Alderaan that you respected more than the rat of fucking hobo you picked up? Right. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was Leia's decision because she th- she was thinking technically ben, he is the ben, reason Obi-Wan that, Kenobi. That, 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 yeah, Ben, Obi-Wan Kenobi is but, the reason that I met uh, Han Solo and had this child. Because yeah, she but, said, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. The, but oh, she never knew Kenobi. him as Ben. But Luke called her. Luke Luke called him Ben. Luke when, called him Ben because Luke was on Luke, Tatooine. Right, but when Luke goes to rescue, he said, "I'm here with Ben Kenobi." And she says, "Ben Kenobi." So she did know. She did know Ben. Uh, the more you talk about this, the more you're convincing me that this is the case. Having had a child and gone through the process of naming, <laughs> it sounds more accurate to what yeah. actually happened. It's like the wife has an idea about a second aunt that she knew a story and she <laughs> likes the name and then you have to sit down and go why the fuck are we choosing this name it doesn't make any sense and then she has to monologue her way through the reasons why oh, it makes sense yeah. and then you go okay so but, now you say that okay yeah, so sense. all right so you were so then overall right, so yeah Skywalker. So overall uh like i said i really enjoyed it watching it but objectively i i just don't think it was that good i think storytelling wise it was poor it was very poorly done i didn't like i mean it was the most basic plot most basic writing you could do of this story of like them bouncing around from one planet to the other to find this thing to find that thing to find it was just that and then like bringing the emperor back just felt uh felt like just contrived contrived uh ben solo kylo ren becoming the good guy felt contrived contrived. and then her him and him and uh ray kissing at the end that was to me that was a stretch it's just so much of the movie felt like here are all the things that have happened in past here's it was pretty much anything and everything it felt like a bad piece of glorified fan fiction to me in a lot of you know what i and and, i mean now that you say like i said i enjoyed it because they tied off a lot of ribbons but that's my ocd speaking because i don't like untied ribbons yeah um but you're right It, it felt like disney had a checklist it did one and, and it yeah. feels like every Disney checklist of every Disney movie ever, right? Because when they yeah. come out with a cartoon that's a big hit, right. they try to make eighty thousand fucking sequels and sell right, it to right, kids right, right. gardeners so they can make billions of dollars. And it was like, how can we possibly check all of these boxes in one movie? Yes. And it was like, just send them on an adventure where they have to go here and there and here and there, yeah. and we'll get all of it. And so, you know, I just I had a lot of issues with that. Okay. I didn't like some of it felt like it got almost cartoony. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but like the uh, some of the force powers, like there were so many new things added. Some of it that was cool, like the Ray and Kylo bit and them being able to communicate through the force was kind of cool. Yes. 
I how, enjoyed that. How they could like heal everyone so easily and stuff. That just it was a bit weirdly unspecific with the with the uh, telepathic stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. weirdly unspecific about what the rules were. The like they could just because like sometimes Kylo knows where you are, sometimes he doesn't, yeah, and yeah. like. Oh, he can tell me well based on a smell Again. from a week ago, but then he, you're standing in his room and there's a whole bunch of stuff that are in his room and he doesn't see him, but then you pick up one thing and he's like, that's my room. I'll, I'll, well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why Disney does that. Disney lets the lunatics run the asylum when it comes to Star Wars. Yeah. Because they bought Marvel, but Kevin Feige isn't giving them any fucking creative control. Yeah, he's yeah. doing his own thing. Yeah. But for whatever reason with Disney, because Disney is so beloved and it's been around so much longer... They let the fans dictate what they fucking they want, that's and that's why Jar Jar Abrams came back in the third one yeah. and tied off all the freaking loose ribbons from the first one. And and if you ask me, Disney's like, grow a set, grow a fucking pair. You got more money than anybody yeah. Yeah. in yeah. creation. Right. Grow a pair and let somebody do. It. And the fact that they tell a real story, take some risks. I mean, that's why the and we were talking about that. Uh, Sean and I were talking about it too. John Favreau. They could have gotten somebody better to do the Mandalorian. They could have. They could not have. Oh, done. okay. I was gonna say. No, no, yeah, yeah. No, I love no, how no, French he pronounced his name. John Favreau. Yeah. Well, why, how would you pronounce his name? John Favreau. But I've never heard anyone say John Favreau. Favreau. John Favreau. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah, yeah really. It's just no, so it's fantastic. Fans. Potato, potato padildo. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so I mean, I'm glad they did that, and they yeah. were smart enough because, like, oh, how did Marvel start again? Really? Yeah. Oh, John Favreau. John Favreau. John Favreau. <laughs> uh, started up Iron Man yeah. and look where he got. Yeah, yeah. Have so, you guys seen the meme that's um, it's Yoda and Obi Wan from Return of the Jedi, and it's like that boy was our last hope, and it's like no, there is another. And then the bottom <laughs> panel is John Favreau, like <laughs> Star Wars, like Star Wars fans. That guy was our last hope. No, the, there is another. It's John Favreau. The one, the one that I love that had me dying. You know, the one with the two white women and the cat. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Meme oh, yeah, that's yeah. like super popular, and they did. From Revenge uh, uh, um, of the Sith, did it Obi Wan and Anakin, uh-huh. and Obi Wan is pulling Anakin back, and Anakin's like crying and pointing, and there's Yoda, baby Yoda sitting there. <laughs> I just about shit my pants when I saw that one. I'm like, that's fantastic. Whoever yeah. came up with that. But I, okay, so all right, so, so those were, my that's my overall. Okay, um, Sean. Yeah, well, yeah. I like JJ Abrams is weird. Like I. I enjoy his movies that he makes. I sure. never saw Lost. I never saw it. No, I never saw yeah, Lost because I missed the. For, you know, I'm one of those people that if I miss it from the beginning, right. I don't like to jump into the middle. Right. I'll jump in at the yeah. end, right? Depending on how it goes, because I don't want to be. Uh, you know, I don't like that. Sure, so sure. I wait till the end, and then everyone was like, "Oh, fucking don't bother." They they didn't know how to end it. Right. You know, it's like it was great, it was so exciting, and then they just did not know how to end it. They just shit the bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, and so hit that. I loved Alias, which was his first thing he did. I liked Jeff Alias. He liked, yeah. But like, it, for me, that's what happens. He's a TV guy. He's like a TV idea guy. He's great ideas in small packages, but when you put him yeah. in a movie, like he needs a season to... The, I don't think he has the ability to... Or, or he's just great at setting it up, but yeah, he never has an ending. Guy. He's a good idea guy. Like that's, I, think, I think The Force yeah. Awakens laid the groundwork for a lot of possibilities for something new. Yeah, but I, I will the say thing what is, I, and JJ never had any intention because he was never supposed to do anything more. Right. Yeah. So his thing was literally like, let me set it up and make it as cool as I can. Yeah. Then I, I, figuring I, it out, that's I, somebody else's problem. I will say, I will say this: the one thing that I enjoyed because they marketed it so heavily when the Force Awakens came out was that you thought Finn was going to be yeah, a Jedi. Yeah. yeah. 
And then Rian Johnson was just like, nope, he's just a schmuck who flies. And it was just like, wait a minute, no, what, what's going on? So he brought her back, and then he was like, no, I know it. It's like he was like a force sensitive. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Because I, I, that made sense. Because, like, <laughs> even though I liked what Rian Johnson did but I love that we have force sensitive people now in the world of, like, gluten sensitive people. We have force <laughs> sensitive people. Star Wars answer to, like, the millennials is what? People are now force sensitive? Uh, they didn't have to be strong with the force? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. He's not exactly a force user, but he is sensitive. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, I can have a bit of the force, uh, and it doesn't really like, affect I'm me sorry. too much. But... I'm sorry. Excuse me. Does this blue milk have any midichlorians because I'm force sensitive? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm terribly sorry. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, go ahead, Mr. Sean. Uh, what did you think overall? Yeah, no. Let's say JJ, I think he, he, he makes popcorn movies. Everything I've seen of his, even with Star Trek. I'm like, Star Trek was fun. great. It's fun, but it's fun. Was, it didn't, it didn't Except stick with me. Except for all the fucking lens flares. My God. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, he went. <laughs> Doesn't, especially yeah. in the second one. It was, it was insane. Which is yeah. actually, not to get us off on another tangent, but um, if you'll notice, there really aren't any lens flares in the Star Wars. No, they're not. Yet. Because no, he, he actually said that the oh, second one with the wife. Yeah. His he wife was watching, like, watching uh, what was that, Into Dark, Star Trek Into Darkness, yeah. watching it, I think his, right, his wife said something, and it finally dawned on him. And in that movie, it really was just fucking excessive <laughs> yes. how many lens flares were in it. Yes. And he saw that, and, and was his like, wife oh, was wow, like, that yeah. is too many. That is too many. <laughs> his wife literally said, like, why, are this, oh, why is the fucking sun flashing every five minutes? And he was like, what? Oh. Uh, <laughs> he pro- I'll be interested to know, because he wears glasses, and yeah. I wear glasses. His lens flares don't bother me. And uh, here's the you know, I never noticed it. I was like, it's fine. I it never. Everyone talks about his lens. I'm like, oh, it doesn't. It just looks normal to me. It looks fine. Right. I only realized recently because okay. I have astigmatism in one of my eyes. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize recently that people with astigmatisms like get lens flare. Yeah. All the fucking time, off every light ever. Like I, when you drive, the, the big thing is headlights. Yeah. But I get in New York skyline. But like the headlights, it's not just a light. I see a lens flare. Like I see the yes. swing, like the light splits. The big, yeah, the big... Uh... It flares <laughs> up. That's what I see. And I never realized that was a thing. I just thought everyone sees that. Um. Like, that's what it was. And then I only recently saw it because someone explained it to me. And I saw like a thing on Facebook that like, people with assumptions and people don't. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I see things. You see that? That's so much more I, I, re- I remember when I first started wearing glasses, uh, which was sophomore year of college. And getting... And somebody was like... And I remember... You know, I started when I started driving. I started driving in New York City, and of course, there's lights everywhere at night. It's, there's no issue to drive because yeah. everything is so well lit. Yeah. And then, like, I moved to New Jersey, and it's you're literally on country roads in the middle of the night, kind of stuff. And then cars would come, and I actually have good night vision, and I'd go blind. And then, especially if it rained, there, like you said, there'd be all oh, like yeah. flares. And somebody was like, "Oh, you need to get polarized lenses." And I was like, "What? What? What?" what? And it was like polarized lenses. And I remember when I got my first pair where he did that, all of a sudden it was like, okay, driving in that night is a lot easier on these dark roads because there's not just this giant corona of light coming at you from the opposite direction, you know, or up your ass from China or anything like that, you know. Oh, sorry, that was a bad coronavirus joke. <laughs> That's what they get for drinking bad beer. No, yeah, sorry, you anyway. yeah. <laughs> my, oh, my wife texted me today and she said, uh, Am I going crazy that because I looked up and I realized I read a thing that said that they're selling out of uh, medical face masks, that uh, I bought one for Nina, who's our two-year-old child, because I, I got paranoid. Is, am I crazy for that? And I said, yes, you're fucking crazy. 
I was like, but, 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 I was like, it's killed like 800 people in the, the country with the most people in any country in the world. Yes. The flu's killed 20,000 people like the last month. It, it, since October in the US, the flu has killed 10,000 people. And they're talking about the fucking coronavirus. What? And then she said, she came back to me and said, yeah, but the, the, uh, the, the WHO, the HOW, has deemed it a mass pandemic. And then I just sent a whole bunch of fucking gifts of members of the Who being really weird on stage. And I was like, <laughs> I wouldn't trust a thing I say. Well, what's it, what's his face? The researching pedophiles? Oh, Pete Townsend. Pete Townsend, yeah. Oh, they took his computer away. He was like, it's for research, really? Sorry, Pete. I don't buy it. You skeevy looking old man. I met, I met him. He's a weird guy. He's you, kind it, of a, thank you. A and and you and you sent a letter to freaking Kevin Spacey. You got to fucking rap now. <laughs> this I is... Did, this yeah. is Oh, <laughs> Andrew's, Andrew's here, like wide-eyed, like what's okay. going on? Kevin Spacey. Why don't, why don't you share the story with uh, Andrew? Yeah. So when I was when I first moved to London uh, in England, because I'm not originally from London, I'm from outside London, kind of like the equivalent of New Jersey to the city is where okay. I'm from. But I moved to London when I uh, was going to college, and I needed a job. And I realized very quickly, I was like, you know, uh, based on people that I know that live here, the job I think I would love the most is working in a theatre, yeah. being an usher. Because I was at drama school and I was like, oh, I get to watch theatre. You know, it's a cool way. I'm working in the evenings, so my days are free. Um, but I realised very quickly from other people that did it, I was like, I don't want to work in a theatre that where it's the same, where it's like Phantom of the Opera, Les Mis, like, I'm, it's going to drive me crazy. I need to work at a theatre where there's a high turnover of shows, where mm-hmm. it's always mm-hmm. changing. So the, the, the big one, the big Wayne ones in London is the old Vic, which at the time Kevin Spacey was the artistic director of. And I remember reading a story or hearing a story or whatever of Kevin Spacey, how he got his start how he became Kevin Spacey is he wrote a letter to Jack Lemmon who was his hero his acting hero he wrote a letter to him and I, I forget the specifics but he, he wrote a letter to Jack Lemmon he was like hey, I'm looking I'm going to be an actor do you give any advice and Jack Lemmon wrote back to him and they ended up having a, like a friendship a back and forth and um, he ended up giving him a job in a play Jack Lemmon and that's how it started Kevin Spacey and I remember that and I was like oh fuck it like the, the old Vic is the place I would most like to work and they weren't having openings online I didn't see anything so I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to see if this works. And I wrote a letter, a handwritten letter, and I delivered it, and I, I sent it to Kevin Spacey because he was the artistic director of the Old Vic Theatre, and his office mm-hmm. was in the theatre. So I'm like, Kevin Spacey, artistic director, Old Vic Theatre, blah, blah, blah. Sent it, and I was just like, hey, I'm an actor. I moved to London. I really want to work in the Old Vic. It would be great for me. Uh, I know this is an unconventional way to reply, but, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I sent it to him, and I got a call from his personal assistant, like, two weeks later saying like hi yeah Kevin got your letter he's really busy he's in rehearsals for a show at the minute can't get back to you he wished he could I'm sure he fucking wished he could uh, uh, but, but <laughs> it, it should have been like Kevin's requesting a full body shot yes you know, yeah. application. Kevin would love your you to, co- to come uh, on your back I mean to co- for you to come back so I'm wondering how old you are yeah, yeah, well I said that I was a student oh, no. so that was already like that was already ding, like ding ding ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> all, all the, yeah, yeah, all the bells are ringing acting, moving in he doesn't know anyone he was a gold star candidate let's put that you don't know anybody in town you're looking for a job oh perfect you're writing handwritten letters you are the best kid to fuck <laughs> that's like on the list of people to find to fuck people that write handwritten letters and send them to their heroes those fuckers are the ones yes yeah. those are the ones you want to bang exactly absolutely <laughs> nothing so, where there's no the electronical change and kevin space yeah yeah in case you didn't know did it yeah. ended there though i no, no we didn't end now he oh. sent me a letter and i was like oh it was like he'd love you to come in for an interview uh, to whatever and I went for the interview it wasn't he wasn't there it was like the manager of the whatever box office manager and they offered me a job but 
I, I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I didn't think the job was going to suit me because I needed money like pretty quick. Right. And I didn't think I was going to make a lot of money there because it was the hours were, it was they weren't offering a specific amount of hours. Uh, yeah. And I, now looking back on it, I would have been fine taking it and then get another job. But at the time, I was like, oh, I need one job. You don't have more than one job. Like it was like there's not enough hours. So I was like, right, whatever, right, I can right, take right. it. Um, but I definitely would have got some. Uh, oh, you, you he you would have gotten. Um, a mitt full of hand in your crotch, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. That would have been a thing. All I'd right. Like, that guy fucking over there, he touched me. That What guy? The, the disabled guy over there limping in the corner? <laughs> he doesn't touch anyone. Look at him. He's <laughs> incapable. I'm like, exactly. He's not really limping. <laughs> I know his truth. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. His dick is so big, he's limping. <laughs> um, all right. So then your conclusion for Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, I... Yeah, yeah. Same as Andrew. I really, I, while I was watching it, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, the way I've taken all these films is I'm a huge Star Wars fan. When I was a kid, it was mm-hmm. my world. So I was just like, anything they give me, I'm cool with. Anything you want to give me, I'm happy with. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it uh, for what it was worth. Right. Uh, but I, there were things that felt funny with me. And by the end, there were a lot of things that were like, uh, I don't know. I definitely, I feel like it would have been done better mm-hmm. if it had been given... More free reign. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I would have loved to have seen. Um, I would love some of the some of the things that were laid out in the Last Jedi, like followed through, like, and they sort of they touched on it at the beginning. But Kylo Ren, basically, because of what happened in the Last Jedi, became the supreme leader of the the right, uh, first the, order. Right. So he was essentially what would have been like your big bad, like the Emperor type. Right. Right. And I really think they could have had a lot of fun with that, and they could have that could have been an interesting new story. And we didn't need him to just. Become a good guy again. Like, let him just be the bad guy. You know, like, who, he was you know supposed what I, to in the initial. With Colin, did he read the Colin Trevorrow? I saw that. Yes, the, the I leak. saw some things about that. Yeah, the original. However, I don't know how true that is, but apparently the original script was it was very different. And uh-huh. There was yeah. no emperor. There was going to be a Snoke-like baddie who was the big Sith monster, and he was literally going to be a big fucking like. But monster. he was more like a he was more like a Yoda from what I saw. Yes. So it wasn't like he was the bad guy so much as Kylo just goes to him and like. Gets trained by him and yeah, then becomes even more. Yeah, he gives him like more... the darkest Sith yeah. training. Right, right, He's right, this big blob, right. this big jabber like blob, yeah. right, the right, biggest right. evil man. Okay. And but he, the big point was he he didn't turn good. He stayed no. bad. He was tempted, but he stayed bad. Uh-huh. Um, and also Ray stayed no one. That was the right. thing is that you were yeah. no one. It just stayed that no, way. No, right. And I think which would have story wise would have been more interesting. I think so too because um, because that, if you ask me, that would have been so, sorry to cut you off, but no, that no. would have been. A better lead-in for the future movies, yeah. Because then I'm like, no, it's not just the fucking Skywalker family right, right, line. Right. Yeah. It's just because, like, and that was the thing. And in that's the what books. Ryan Johnson tried to do in the last. With Jedi, the kids at the end, was that the anyone yes. could do it? And here's the thing: they needed to tie it all together, right, and make it the Skywalker saga. So what do they do at the end of the movie? They have Ray claim a new name as a Skywalker and reject being a Palpatine. They could have made the movie without her having been a Palpatine, with her being a no one. And claim the Skywalker that name at the more, end. That would have been and more. That would have been more touching. I think, yeah. yeah. And I think, and, and and laid it out as like, this is anyone can be this. It's and a can fucking be the slave hero. name. I want to find the fuck who came up with them in the first place because right. Anakin was a random, right, right, Jesus child born of a virgin birth from a random <laughs> slave woman owned by Watto, see, the Jewish fucking see. monster. <laughs> then, see, he's see. like, oh, Skywalker, it sounds in, stupid. I'd make in, that name. In in that movie, to <laughs> me, I thought the illusion was always that actually Palpatine was his A father. lot of people say that, yeah. Because of the way he's like, oh, your mother. Mm. Because I was just like, 
Huh? So what? that's like a common, a common theory that so he like manipulated metachlorians to create Anakin. To, I saw something. Which I have to say, the metachlorians to me was the biggest shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> but then I, I saw like, something. I think, I think they've come out with. So Disney has now come out with like a series of Marvel Star Wars comics and those are considered canon. So even though they they did they did away with the expanded universe, these new series of comics are are are, are canon. canon. Yeah, right. And I want to say I read something that said in one of those comics they do like an origin of Darth Vader. Right. And that that um rejects or what contradicts that famous thing. theory of that Palpatine somehow oh, manipulated. You so like canonically He's not. You correct. could easily wipe out the midichlorians because you could just say that was because the, the, the only time we see it is in the original, the the you know the shitty ones at One the beginning. Three, yeah. You can just say it was that was old science. Yes. Like it was yeah. they got it fucking wrong. Yeah, they got they it They were wrong. old crazy fuckers, flat yeah, earth theory, right. and then we realized by the time we got to the middle trilogy that that was bullshit. Yeah. Why God doesn't always talk about? He was a fucking drunk Liam Neeson over here that no one wanted to argue with because every time someone tried to argue with him, he was like, "What are you saying about? I'm talking about midichlorians. I've got a special set of Jedi skills. Come here." Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. So speaking of midichlorians and how much you hate them, this is this is this is going to take us on a tangent, but I think it's okay. worth it. Right. Have you guys heard about? Okay, so when Lucas sold. Disney uh, sold Star Wars to Disney. Right. He had laid out the plans for a new trilogy. He had already kind of laid the groundwork for what he would have done were he to make a sequel trilogy. Uh -huh. Disney took his plans, threw them in the trash, and did their own thing, right. which yeah. sounds harsh. And you're like, right. this is the man who gave us Star Wars. How dare you? Right. Well, because he gave years us ago, also one, two, and three. That's how. Well, and and what people didn't like about one, two, and three was he kind of got too deep in the mythology of it, and he, yeah. he just went a little overboard. Imagine if he could even go even further overboard because I think it was, I don't know if it was a couple years ago or something, he was in an interview, I want to say it was with James Cameron. Okay. And James Cameron asked him, what were your plans for the new Star Wars? Right. His plans for the new Star Wars movie, and you can look this up, uh -huh. was uh, about these creatures called the Wills. And the Wills are like microscopic <laughs> creatures that live... Within that live inside midichlorians and the midichlorians that control the Jedi. So they're like, they use the midichlorians, they use the Jedi as their, as their, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like the host. Yes, 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 yes exactly. Yeah. Jedi are their host for them to move them, to use midichlorians. So wait a minute. So, so George it's going to take place on a microscopic okay. level. This is, I'll, I'll <laughs> tell you, the whole time. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you exactly, I'll, I'll, I'll fully explain the reasoning behind that. George Lucas did a <laughs> DNA test and found out that his ancestors come from Russia and he wanted to make a, a thing with nesting dolls and that's what fucking that is. <laughs> Wills in the midichlorians, midichlorians in the Peters and Peters in everyone else's ass. And I mean, that's, that's where that is. Yeah. So All right. Means, okay. George so, Lucas is a lucky man who, if it wasn't for like people with big pockets back in the 70s, would to this day be going around parties saying... Um, uh, I'm friends with uh, Steven Spielberg. Uh, you know that guy? Uh, yeah, we were friends when we were younger, and he hasn't spoken to me ever since. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I, this guy called George keeps talking about Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> I love that George Lucas sounds like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. Some of these impressions on this show are just priceless. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so to summarize then, basically... We're, we're pretty much saying the same stuff. I yeah. enjoyed the movie, but I found a lot wrong with it. And you guys found a lot wrong with the movie, but you still <laughs> enjoyed watching it. Yeah. 
So so a fun movie definitely could have been better yeah. in terms of story wise, but brain candy, a lot of fun, hit a lot of nostalgic points. Yeah. And and I wasn't upset that I spent my money on the movie. Let's put it no, that way. No, no. What did you guys think about the Carrie Fisher stuff? I feel like we should talk about that. Because here, my worry as soon as they said we're going to use old footage mm-hmm. was that it was going to be like, I don't know if you guys watched The Sopranos. I didn't. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember, I forget what season it was, but it was like one of the first episodes of maybe season two, season three, something like that. The woman who played Tony's mother had uh-huh. passed away. Uh. And you got to look this thing up. They, they put her in the first episode and they literally, and it was like horrible 2000, 2002, somewhere in there. <laughs> right. um, it wasn't even CGI. It was literally like Photoshop where they yeah. put her face from old episodes over like a body double right, and did a right, scene right, with right. Tony. And it was literally like, you know those things, you know when you would prank call someone and you'd have one of those things where like you could get lines from a movie, like a, I don't know if you ever see that, like uh, uh, you could go online and it was like all the Arnold Schwarzenegger lines oh, yeah, and you yeah. could literally just be like, call someone up and be like, hi there. Anyways, it's horrible because they just pluck lines from old episodes and right. try and make a scene and it doesn't make any sense. She's right. like, ah, why are you saying that? And he's like, what? What do you mean why am I saying that? You know why. And, you know. Right, 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 so right, right. I, I, my worry was that the Carrie Fisher thing was going to be like that. Okay. Obviously, visually with ILM and everything they did, it looked pretty good. I story wise, the dialogue, it was pretty much not much, not any better than the thing in The Sopranos because you could tell some of it was like these. Literally, they had these like scraps of lines left over and had to write a scene around it. Like, what was one line? She's like, "Don't underestimate a droid," or something. It didn't make any sense, and it was like, "What?" I I remember that line. Actually, I didn't. In terms of all the Carrie Fisher stuff, to for me it was kind of seamless. I really wasn't yeah. the only one. The only one that 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 like I thought was op- very obviously like CGI was the whole thing when they showed the scene where she's uh, where Luke is training her. Oh, the flashback. That's awful. Thing. I did that not like that pretty at all. Bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Because what the, the, whoever fucking CGI'd it. It's never watched the original movies. No. Like, they look younger than they did in the first movie. Yeah, they, yeah, it was it was <laughs> How terrible. Does that yeah, work? You know, this yeah, is post Jedi yeah. and yes. they look like yeah, they're exactly. sixteen. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. No, because the yeah, absolutely because they used the Luke face before he had the car accident. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. And he, he yeah. looked like from the first and it was like, no, wait a minute, there was like a bunch of years in between. He should look like at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. He didn't look old or anything, but like in Empire Strikes Back. I mean that's why they worked in the whole the the the, the big creature on Hoth like fucks him up, yeah. and he's in the back to tank to yeah, to, to, yeah. to explain the car accident because he had to have all sorts of facial reconstruction right, or whatever right. it was. Yeah. So yeah, no, no, that 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 bothered. That I was just like, well, this is bad. It, that was weirdly done. Yeah. And that was weird. There's a funny sketch somewhere that could be of all the scenes that could have been with Princess Leia, which would have been Carrie Fisher just in all these scenes. Everyone, she's just like. I need a piss. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a fucking coffee here? <laughs> They're like, Princess Leia. <laughs> but we're trying to get to the Emperor. What time is my call time tomorrow? <laughs> that <laughs> They're would like, be a great <laughs> sketch. And I'm going to write that. <laughs> it's, we had all these gems left from Carrie. <laughs> it did feel like that. It yeah. felt like it, yeah. it's kind of... 
it's kind of sad yes. that yes. you're using yes. shit that was not good enough yes. for the yeah. other movies. Yeah. Yeah. And it felt you re- they really very clearly had to write around it because yes. they just had little they had like little bits from her. She didn't have any like real dialogue. It was all like no. a couple words or like a sentence. A lot of just staring, a lot of just looking and be like, yes. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had to do yeah. a lot with with other people. And it just was unnatural how much like the scenes with her and Ray how much Ray had to say to get her to her one little sound <laughs> yeah, bite that yeah. they had. Exactly. And we'll it just like, oh, it just. We'll take that shot of Carrie looking at the uh, the catering that day, <laughs> and we'll intersplice that with Adam Driver doing a bunch of really tr- acting on the yeah. other Did side. She, so I, I saw the movie like I saw the movie the night it came out. So this is over a month ago. You, it, Tomo, you saw it Saturday. pretty recently. So remind me, but t- wasn't didn't Ray like didn't Ray say like oh I can't take the lightsaber. Yes. And she gives it back to her. Yeah. And then like two seconds later, she's like, Carrie Fisher's like, Ray, you should have this lightsaber. And gives it to her. Yeah, yeah. No, she, 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 um, she says, here, you're going to need this. And she gives, them both, she gives her both lightsabers. Because the, 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 the storyline that worked into the movie was that she knew the right moment when she was going to die to fuck up Kylo Ren so that he would turn to the light side. That, that part was very contrived. Cause she, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she basically gave... It, I think it was her lightsaber. Yeah. No, 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 no. Luke does. Luke does that later in the movie. No, but she had the two lightsabers. She had Luke's lightsaber. No. Whose no, lightsaber had, did she have? She just had Luke's lightsaber that Ray was training with. Right. And then Ray hands it back to her and is like, "I'm not ready for this." Right. And then, like two minutes later, she's about to leave, and and, and Leia's like, no, "No, no, no, it's just the one. Just the one. Just the one." Later on, she gets layers. Luke gives oh. her the. Luke oh. gives her. Leia's old lightsaber oh, yeah, Force yeah, Ghost yeah, Luke yeah, when yeah, she goes yeah, back Don't take to, shit um, from a ghost. Don't yeah, take yeah, shit yeah. from a ghost. True, true, true. That's already messing with stuff. Like how is the phys- how is the ghost giving her physical items? Oh. Alright. Alright. So, so th- then that's our conclusion, folks. Rise of Skywalker, a fun movie, but there's a lot of shit wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Shall so. we shall we review our drinks? Uh uh Andrew, since you're the healthy uh, new <laughs> member of uh drinking Monster Energy. Why don't you tell us how Monster Energy... What would you give Monster Energy on a, a scale of 0 to 5? On a scale of 0 to 5? I mean... Compared to beers and other, like, real drinks that grown-ups drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If a 5 is... Amazing. A, a, an amazing beer. I, I'd give this Monster Energy drink a solid 2. Oh, okay. Considering there's no booze in it, we've given beers a two. I think we've given beers a two. Absolutely. Hey, it is better than some bad beers I've had. Oh, oh I, I'm sure because bad beer is just like yeah. there's nothing. It, it's it's kind of like you're expecting a really great movie and you get a shit movie. It's like there's yeah, nothing yeah. worse than that. Uh, Sean, what do you think of the Negroni, my friend? Oh, I, that was a really great Negroni. That man. was a good Negroni. I'm a huge Negroni fan, and that was one of the better Negronis I've had in a long time. Okay. I've had, like I said, I've had the the advantage and disadvantage of New York City is you can get everything in New York, right? But it, a lot of it gets watered down, so I've had a lot of shit Negronis. Right. Um, that is a good solid. There's nothing but booze in that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I even forgot to bring the ice. So this was like a neat Negroni. You're supposed to do it over ice. Oh, it was still good. Uh, Well, the the problem is it made it more Christmassy. It felt more Christmassy. It did did feel more Christmassy without Um, the ice. You're right. And it did taste Christmassy. I've never noticed that before, but it does. It's the orange. uh, Yeah, maybe. I think in New York, people fuck around with the ratios. and Maybe they put more Campari because they think like we use Campari... Because it's lesser, like a bit of gin, and then they, they probably use more vermouth because it costs seven dollars a bottle as opposed to freaking. Oh, trans. Yeah, maybe. Trans. I don't know, but it's it, yeah, it was really good. That's uh, 
That's a 4.6 out of 5. Oh, so that's yes. great. Good that's grade. some of the highest grades we have. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. This is such a delicious drink. I mean, Andrew really started really strong with the <laughs> podcast here by, oh, wait, Andrew didn't have a drink. Uh, he had Monster Energy. Uh, fucking Andrew. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I, I'm with you. I, that's a 4.6. It's just, it's such a, and it's funny too. Like I said, I was watching Jamie Oliver. He's like, oh, it's a great aperitif, you know, if you're having a cocktail party or a dinner party and people are nervous and you don't know and you give them this Negroni, they'll be fully relaxed by the time. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. like the Bill Cosby school of uh, <laughs> <laughs> right there. Around General Joe, putting pop. We're gonna be relaxed at parties. So. All right, so that's a four point six and a four point six on the Negroni, a two point zero on the Monster Energy. Big ups to Monster Energy, and um, so yeah, that's that's our discussion on the rise of Skywalker people. Lots of tangents, just like what you love. We got a new member on the uh, oh, yeah. What's Going On Here team, and we're very excited. Thank you, Andrew, for joining us. Hey, glad to be here. Excellent. Thanks and, for listening. And yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. See ya.